The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends, all around the world. Do you realize that there is a very real Satan, the devil, that he is a powerful spirit personality who is actually working day and night to deceive the entire world, to deceive you? My friends, how can you truly overcome Satan, the devil? Remember the insane raving and ranting of Adolf Hitler? Picture the torch-lit gatherings of the Nazis and the stormtroopers. Remember the ghastly pictures of thousands of people starving and absolutely humiliated in Hitler's concentration camps? Think. Many analysts and even diplomats have described the demonic rages of Adolf Hitler, for this man was undoubtedly infested with demons and directly influenced by Satan. Even those around Hitler sensed that a spirit force was behind this vile man. Of course, for your own Bible calls Satan the devil the god of this world. How can you overcome this powerful spirit being? Stay tuned. My friends, your own Bible describes a truly powerful spirit being called Satan the adversary. Go get your Bible if you have one handy. Your Bible tells you about these spiritual things, and these things are beginning to happen. Satan is beginning to intervene in human affairs now more than you realize, and a powerful spirit war will soon be raging. Satan is pictured as your enemy. You must overcome Satan to gain eternal life. Yet Satan will try to deceive you and to destroy you in every way that he possibly can. Turn to 2 Corinthians in your Bible. Go get a Bible if you have one. Prove these things out of your Bible. See what the Bible actually says. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. Paul writes, But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age... Notice he says, the God, a God of this age, not the great God, but the God who's in charge of this world for this 6,000 years before the 7,000-year millennium of Jesus Christ. The God of this age has blinded who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Yes, Satan the devil is the God of this age and he is allowed by God to blind people to the truth. Remember, Satan immediately attacked Jesus Christ at the very beginning of Jesus' ministry. Let's turn to that. Matthew chapter 4. Again, check it up in your Bible. It's interesting. These things are important. They're exciting when you understand them. They're very meaningful. Turn to chapter 4 of Matthew. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted with the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, spiritual fasting is having neither food nor water, just sunshine and fresh air. That's it. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights. He was hungry. I'll bet he was hungry, terribly hungry. His whole, every cell of his body 
was crying out for food. It was the most, one of the most awesome fasts in human history. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. Notice God inspired Matthew to write, When the tempter came. Satan is the tempter. He will try to put ideas in your mind. Right back at the beginning of the Bible in Genesis, he described Satan as coming in the form of a serpent. And he said that, you know, you'll be like God. Satan is the tempter. He implied God was a liar. He said, you'll have the knowledge of good and evil. You'll be like God. He tried to tempt Eve and deceive her by telling a series of lies. That's what his servants do today. You have to understand that. Satan has servants and he tries to deceive people, turn them away. The tempter came. If you're the son of God, command that these stones become bread. But Jesus answered and said, and notice he quotes a scripture. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Notice here that Satan appealed to Jesus' vanity. If you're the son of God, do this. Then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. And he says, if you're the son of God, again, appealing to his vanity. If you're the son of God, challenge him, was he? Of course God could protect him. Throw yourself down. For it is written, here Satan is quoting scripture, he shall give his angels charge concerning you. And in their hands they'll bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. But Jesus pointed out Satan's deceptive distortions and the true meaning of these scriptures. He said, "Is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up to an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory, the majestic, powerful kingdoms of that time, the marching legions, you know, and the parades and processions there in Rome. And they had some very powerful, wonderful spectacles going on. He showed him all of that, and he said, All these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Jesus never said you couldn't do that because Satan is the God of this world. But Jesus countered. He said, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil obeyed. Christ commanded him to leave. Could you do that? Could you explain the right meaning of these scriptures and counter Satan if he came at you? Religious pollsters have found that America is a nation of biblical illiterates. Most people don't understand the Bible. All they know maybe is the golden rule or the 23rd Psalm and some sentimental parts and that's it. Otherwise, they're lost when they read the Bible like a man being lost in an impenetrable forest. They're all confused or ill-equipped to resist Satan's counterfeit Christianity unless we study this book and understand what's in this book and are willing to do what God tells us in the Bible. For Satan is a counterfeiter. Remember, a counterfeiter makes a $100 bill that looks very much like the genuine $100 bill. He doesn't make it pink polka dot. We'd spot that instantly. So when God, or when Satan, I should say, guides his servants to counterfeit the true religion of God, most people are absolutely deceived. They don't see it because they have not learned to really study the Bible. Remember Matthew 4, verse 4, how Jesus stated there, man should live by every word of God. My friends, how can you, how can you personally live by every word of God when most of you don't even study, I mean really study your own Bible?
Please think about that. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to help you. The end of this particular age is drawing near. Prophetic things are happening all over that we've predicted for decades. God is intervening. But at that same time, he's letting Satan begin to come to intervene more than ever too. And he talks about a great spirit war in heaven in Revelation chapter 12 that will be breaking out pretty soon. Satan will come down like a roaring lion. He'll be raging against the people of God. Are you personally ripe for deception by a mad dictator or a false prophet that may arise at any time? Think about it. Picture Benito Mussolini's ravings and rantings during World War II. Millions were misled and deceived, and millions are, will be deceived by a coming great false prophet today. My friends, when Almighty God describes the soon-coming Babylonian system that's going to rule this world, he describes it through the whole book of Revelation and elsewhere as well as in Second Thessalonians. But turn with you, if you would, back to the book of Revelation. He describes this whole Babylonian system. Notice what he says, Revelation chapter 18, verse 1. John writes, After these things I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a habitation of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. A great system, a whole new civilization is going to rise pretty soon. It will be the woman sitting on the beast, and you need to understand that but it's going to be filled with demons. And they will deceive most of you unless you repent, unless you begin to seek God and study this book and understand. I pray that you will. At this point, I want to offer you one of the most shocking and truly eye-opening booklets we have ever published. Notice this powerful booklet. It is entitled Satan's Counterfeit Christianity. This most revealing booklet Satan's counterfeit Christianity will be sent to you absolutely free upon your request. It will truly open your eyes to what is really happening behind the scenes in the religions and in the politics of this world. So call or write us immediately to request your free copy, absolutely free, of Satan's counterfeit Christianity. Just ask for the booklet on counterfeit Christianity. That's all you need. And you can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. 
Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now back to our topic, my friends. Will you overcome Satan? When you truly understand, you will realize that every true Christian is at war with Satan the devil. That's right. We are at war. We must be. But we're all weak and human. So how can we win this war against our powerful spiritual adversary? Notice God's instruction on this very matter in Ephesians chapter 6. Turn to Ephesians in your New Testament. Ephesians chapter 6 and beginning in verse 10. Here's God's inspired instruction on this very matter. Paul writes, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The wiles, all the clever tricks and stratagems. Satan is clever and you have to study him and understand it far beyond what I can tell you in this program. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly place. A whole army of wicked spirits trying to get at us. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, Paul writes, that you may be able to stand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth. What is truth, my friends? God says, Jesus said, Thy word is truth. And this book is the truth, the ultimate truth, the purpose of God, the mind of God in print. You've got to study the Bible to understand the truth. You've got to have this truth based on around your waist. All the impulses of sex, of eating, of drinking must be guided according to God's purpose, according to the Bible, according to the truth. Your waist must be girded with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, the breastplate around your heart, so to speak. Your attitude of heart must be righteous. All thy commandments are righteousness, God says back in Psalm 119, verse 172. God's ten commandments are the way of righteousness. You've got to have that be the way of your heart. And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. What do you do? How do you walk? You're busy in the work of God, the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith. A shield protects you before things get at you. You have to have faith so that even though Satan puts all kinds of questions and tries to put doubt in your mind, tries to discourage you, tries to humiliate you, tries to trick you, deceive you again and again, you've got to know that God is there that God will guide you. You believe in His Word. You study His Word. You walk by His Word. You pray for the strength to do that. Then you have faith that God will guide you. He will help you. He will strengthen you. He will deliver you. Take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. The wicked one is Satan the devil. And take the helmet of salvation that's God's Holy Spirit, the helmet of salvation. And where does that go? It covers your head. Your mind must be guided by God's Holy Spirit. God's Spirit, the helmet of salvation. And the sword of the Spirit, what's the only offensive weapon you have? The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. This is that sword. You must study this book. You must learn to wield this, to block, to hack, to thrust with the Word of God, to understand the Word of God and use it powerfully. 
to resist, to overcome yourself, to overcome the world, to overcome Satan the devil. Then you can wrestle against the prince of the power of darkness. But you must have this spiritual sword. You must have this spiritual armor. And you must beseech God for understanding and courage. Cry out to God for the help you need. Turn with me, my friends, back to Deuteronomy 29. And remember, the Old Testament is God's Word. That's the Word of God Jesus quoted. He said, live by every word of God. The only written word of God then was what we call the Old Testament. This inspired of God. Turn back to Deuteronomy chapter 4. And I'm going to break in verse 29. He talks to his ancient Israel about how when they come into the land and they've been blessed, he wants them to not turn aside or he would scatter them and put them into slavery. And verse 28 says, there he will serve God's the work of men's hands, wood, stone, which neither see nor hear nor smell. And now verse 29. But from there, from that slavery into which we'll be driven, if we don't repent and turn to God, from there you will seek the Lord your God, and you will find Him when? You'll find God. Just by court of wishing about it, by reading the 23rd Psalm for sentimental reasons once in a while. No, far beyond that. You will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. With every fiber of your being, you cry out, God, I know you're there. This creation cannot be here without a creator. These prophetic things cannot happen without your intervention. You are God. You must cry out to God and truly seek his guidance and seek his will and seek, seek his strength with all your heart and all your soul. So he tells you to do that. When? When you're in distress and all these things come upon you in the latter days. He's talking about our time today when you turn to the Lord your God and obey his voice. Do you have to wait until you're in slavery to do that with all your heart and all your soul? I hope not. Let's do it now. Remember how Jesus fasted before his encounter with Satan? Fasting is a poor, important tool it's a vital tool in seeking God to help you overcome yourself, this world, and Satan the devil. Turn to Mark chapter 9, verse 17. One from the multitude said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. In other words, a demon spirit kept his son from being able to speak. And wherever he seizes him, he throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples, and they couldn't cast him out. He answered, Jesus said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Jesus constantly wondered, why can't people believe in God? Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, You deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him, and he became as one dead so that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, saying, Why could we not cast him out? So he said to them, 
This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. What kind of fasting does God want? The God of the Bible does not want us to just starve ourselves and empty our minds. He wants us to cry out to Him and think on His law, His way, His promises to fill our minds with the Bible, and then we will know how to fast. Then we will know how to pray. Then we will know how to seek God. Remember the patriarch and king of Israel, David, who is a man after God's own heart? How did he seek the true God? Turn back to the book of Psalms. Many of us love the Psalms, and they certainly are wonderful. This is Psalm 119, verse 97. Oh, how love I your law. It is my meditation all the day. You through your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. You think carefully in an organized way, on a thoughtful way, on a specific topic, and think it through. That is meditation, not letting your Bible just, your mind just wander, I should say. Then through zealous Bible study, not just reading sentimental parts, but studying this book, asking God for understanding through true Christian meditation, as I've described, and fervent prayer on your knees, lifting up your hands, crying out to God for help, for strength, for understanding, for wisdom. Then you begin to understand and have the strength to overcome Satan the devil. You will overcome if you seek God that way. Again, be sure to call us or write us immediately and request your free copy of this absolutely powerful booklet, Satan's Counterfeit Christianity. It is one of the most truly shocking, eye-opening booklets we have ever published. It is entitled, Satan's Counterfeit Christianity. This most revealing booklet, Satan's Counterfeit Christianity, will be sent to you absolutely free, no charge, no obligation upon your request. If you will truly open your eyes to what is really happening behind the scenes in the religious and politics of this world, you will understand that Satan is involved. Read this book, Satan's Counterfeit Christianity. Call immediately to request your free copy. Just ask for the booklet on counterfeit Christianity. That's all you need. And you can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, note carefully the Apostle Peter's inspired instruction. Turn with me in your Bible to 1 Peter 5 
And let's begin in verse 5. The first few verses are telling about how the ministers, the true ministers ought to help people, serve them, and servant leadership. And then in verse 5, Peter writes, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another. Every one of us needs to be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. That, my friends, is the key attitude every true Christian must have to really overcome and overcome Satan the devil. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. He's your Father. He's the creator of everything He is. He gives you life and breath. Humble yourself. Cry out to Him. Don't be ashamed. Go all out in seeking God. Humble yourselves that He may exalt you in due time. Everyone wants to be blessed. He wants to be exalted. He wants to be important. God will exalt you in due time if you'll cry out to Him, casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. Be sober. Be vigilant. Alert and vigilant as you fight the devil in your world and Satan, because your adversary, the devil, yes, the devil is your adversary. Your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us not to but into as it should be, His eternal glory. He's not just called us to see it, He's called us into it when we understand it. The Greek word is ice, E-I-S, meaning into His eternal glory by Christ Jesus after you have suffered a while. Yes, He lets us suffer. He puts us through trials and tests. He sees if we're willing to go all out. He sees if we're willing to seek Him with all of our heart. And then we can overcome ourselves and the world and Satan. Then he will make us his full sons. After you have suffered a while, may he perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. May God help you, my friends, to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ and so strengthen within yourself this attitude and approach of deep humility and surrender to God have this attitude of the very depths of your heart and your mind. Then you can overcome Satan through fervent prayer and fasting. Tune in every week, my friends, to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you'll gain precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. So be sure to join us again next week, right here. This is important. Learn this, this time, this place, right here at the same time. See you right here next week. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
to view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.